Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. As you all know, I'm the host, Shane Lakita. And as you all know as well, we get together and we talk about everything from mental health, being the best version of yourself, being challenging yourself to be great, amazing, and all the other things that we talk about every single day and and really being mindful of it. So thanks so much for joining, everybody. And uh, I told you before that I was going to be incorporating some more interviews with people that are inspirational to me, people that are somebody that I connect with personally that I can look at and say, wow, I'm really drawn to these people in different reasons for reasons of whether it's fitness, whether it's health, whether it's mental health, whether it's positivity, whatever it is, you guys know that I surround myself with a lot of folks like that. And one of those people that I wanted to bring on my show today is Rick Ferry, and he's here with me today, and I wanted to be able to introduce you. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story before we get right into it, but Rick is a guy that I was drawn to. If, you, if you're looking at the video right now and you see Rick on the screen, you see this massively huge beard that just fills the screen, that just draws you in, right? And so that's the first thing that I saw when I saw Rick, and I said, hey, you know what? Let me go and see what he's all about here. I, I, I was over on TikTok. I was kind of getting to know people, just kind of feeling it out, trying to build my community and do whatever. And what I found was, is I found a guy that's got a, a a gruffy beard right there, rings on his hands. He looks like a biker. He's ready to go. But then what I found was, is I found a guy that shared positivity and a guy that really wanted to invest in other people and did lip syncing videos and invested in others. And you could see when he duets people, you could just see the, the, the he's trying to be able to bring other people in. And it's really just a great whole mindset and a whole feel of where he's at. So then you get to know him as a person. You're like, wow, this guy's a really good guy. So I'm going to welcome you to the show here, Rick. Rick, welcome to Coffee Talk. And it's good to have you here. Great to be here. Thank you, Shane. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So, Rick, let, let's talk about this for a second. I, I Where I met you was I met you on TikTok, right? And and we were sitting there and, you know, I'm I'm almost 50 years old and I'm sitting there going, OK, you know what? I'm here. I am hopping on TikTok, this platform that has a bunch of kids that are dancing around and they're all over there doing all the, the videos and whatever else. And and I go on there because I want to be able to keep an eye on my son. Right. My son's 15 years old. And I want to say, well, what's he looking at? What's he scrolling through 24 seven on this thing? And all of a sudden it opens up to me. That I'm like, wait a second, this is a way that I can connect with people on a personal level and an intimate level that I'm like, wow, these are people from all over the world that think like me and act like me and are like me. And I can meet all these different people. What was your reason for hopping onto TikTok, Rick, right in the beginning? Just explain that to us a little bit. Right in the beginning, uh, one of my son-in-laws would not stop sending me TikToks. <laughs> Signed up, so I couldn't look at them. You know, uh. I and he said, did you look at that one? I'm like, no. And I'm going, and he said, oh, you, need, you really need to get on there. And I'm going, you're 30 years old or so, and you're on this kid's app, and you're wanting, <laughs> what are you there for? And the same, you know, I, I got on there. My kids were kind of like, oh, dad's going to see what we're doing. And my kids are adults. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got on, and I just started the same thing. I started scrolling through and I tried my first, my first TikTok was, uh, the Santa Claus. Oh, when he's been, <laughs> and I've got my iPad over here and it's tinny sounding in the background. 
<laughs> oh yeah. And it was Christmas, it was right, right before Christmas and it wasn't the best, but yeah. I started. And uh, it, I, it, it's pretty cool though. I mean, like, when you think about it, right? So here we are, here we are hopping on there as uh, just an, I don't even know, I don't know if I would call it experimental. I don't know if I'd call it just taking a risk or whatever, because I, like I, I'm all over social media. I'm on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, I'm all these places, right? So I, I've got all these other avenues that I go to, to try to be an influencer or be a positive mindset. And all of a sudden I hop onto this app and I'm like, at first, I'll tell you at first when I got on there, I was like, what, what is this thing? This thing is kind of weird, man. All these people dancing and all these people dress kind of weird and every, I was just like, I don't know, man, I, this isn't my cup of tea. And then all of a sudden, once I started liking things and started going down a certain road of, of following certain people, whatever, what I like about it is it started to mold the app to the way that I view and the things that I like. And I really like the functionality of that because I think if it stayed the same way when I first got on there, I, I don't think I'd still be there. I think I would have been like, all right, I'm, I'm out of here. Did the same thing happen to you? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, I just... I'd scroll a little bit, didn't pay a lot of attention to it. I'd make one and, you know, cause kind of going towards maybe, maybe kind of get my word out or, or something, yep. you know? And yeah, but you're right. It started next thing you know, you, you, you find somebody that happens to get thrown on your for you page and you're like, Oh, I like that person. Right. Follow me. Yeah. The way the algorithm works, everybody talks about, you start finding people that are your people. Right. Exactly. Or that you think I can help that person. I want to follow them. I want to do that. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it just kind of opens up when you're right. The people that are put in front of you and what you see. Do you think that, do you, so did you approach it that way? Did you look at it and say, you know what, I, I, I want to be able to help people. And I, I, you looked at people as opportunities to be able to say, oh, I can, I can probably help this person out. Did you look at it that way? I did. That's why I start when I got on there, one of the, I think, couple of the first ones I did, I was, I was reading a poem. I was kind of talking about, um, X three and one X was on there. He's more of a, a, I'm Christian. He's a Christian based and gravitated to him. And I saw how he would, he was going through and I'm like, I can relate. He's helping me, but I can help him. And how can I help other people like he is? And yeah. So I kind of looked at it that way. Another Avenue for maybe to kind of get my voice out and uh, yeah. So let, let's talk about that for a second, Rick. I think that that's really important to touch on. I know when I started my podcast a long time ago, I started the podcast as a weight loss podcast, but I also then evolved into something that was, I can help other people by helping myself, right? So for me, I would go on and I would I would look at the um, the podcast as something that I could sit down, have a conversation with me and a microphone. It's like a daily, at, at the time when I first started, it was a daily blog that I did. And I basically wanted to be able to just kind of talk about my journey and my mental side of losing weight and the mental side of being a good version of me. And what happened was I had a following that jumped on board to say, you're speaking my language. I, I, I like what you have to say because I'm relating to you and you're a guy. And a guy is usually a macho. I don't talk about feelings. I don't talk about any of that stuff. I can relate to that. So what I loved about it was it became therapeutic for me uh, on top of therapeutic for others. And then that came back to me again to be therapeutic for me that I'm helping others. So when you talk about your voice and what your message is and what you're trying to bring to the table, Rick, what is that? What is that thing that you're trying to bring to the to the masses? Well, uh, just a quick background with me. 2018 was not a good year. Uh, yeah. Married to my wife just a little over four years. Lost her in June. Seven weeks later, dad mm. passed. Both of them, it was stage four cancer, lung cancer. My wife was a surprise. She was in the hospital 12 days before the 
figured out that it was, oh, it's cancer. Wow. The markers weren't there. The, there was nothing showing that. Uh, dad had been diagnosed already. So we actually had made one last trip to go see dad Memorial Day that year weekend, came back. She got sick on Tuesday, hospital Thursday, and then 14 days later, you know, that was it. So, wow. Yeah. So that, so I'm dealing with that. And then I'm 250 miles away in Houston. Dad's in San Antonio, mom, dad, my brother, and it's getting there. So I'm booking it three and a half hour drive, booking it to San Antonio. Right. I was holding hands of the last breath of two people. In my wow. Life. That's, that's so crazy. And I'm sitting, my brother's in there with me and dad's in the hospital bed in the extra bedroom. And I, I said, go get mom, you know? Yeah. So, so dealing with that and kind of looking at people are like, man, you are a strong individual. My kids mm. are the strongest person emotionally that I know for you to go through this and how I was handling it. And as like I've said recently, it's a choice. I can choose to just sit back and let it eat me up and beat me down. And what I found was I wasn't going to a grief meeting right away, but I was talking on Facebook. My wife had been in grief chat rooms because her mom passed in 2016. So I just had kind of gotten there with her to kind of see what was going on. I hadn't lost a parent. I hadn't lost anybody that close. And boom, that's where it kind of opened up. I've got people that I'm on Twitter with that there was a woman that I'm talking to in Canada that seven months ago, her husband just collapsed on the soccer field and is gone. Wow. I started talking. She saw me and I kind of found her somehow. And I've talked and she's recently said, you don't know how much you helped me when this was going on. And I told her me doing that for you. That's how I coped. Right. Me getting that out for people. That's how I was coping. So just like you were saying, it was therapeutic for me. Yes. To get out there and TikTok's fun. I can get on there. I can pretend to be Mick Jagger, whoever I can. (laughs) And I told somebody recently practicing for TikTok all my life. (laughs) What do you mean? I said, you know, that annoying kid when you were growing up that would try to speak the same thing you were saying and guess what you were saying and say it at the same time. Yeah, that was me. I, I never looked at it that way. You're absolutely right. I think we've been preparing for this stuff for a long time. I'm not a big lip syncer. I only do a couple of those, but I'm about the comedic side of it. So I'll do like um, skits of like Anchorman or I'll do, I think I did one with the doc where we did uh, some other ones, uh, uh, just super or a Caddyshack we did and some other ones. But, you know, I, I, I think we have been, you know, what we're doing right now, to be honest with you, even, even though people, I'll tell you, it still catches a bad rap for a lot of your older folks, right? They look at TikTok and they're like, listen, what are you doing over there? Like, seriously. But I, I, I look at them and I say, listen, any opportunity that I can have that we can share these kind of things, your story, Rick, is uh, what, so uh, uh, you got a couple comments, you got a couple little hearts coming in from you that, that basically was listening to you right there. Michelle Shaw threw some hearts out to you. Another one, as you wish, 0507 says we did grand punch. So you got some people that are popping in and here's the thing, right, Rick? So your voice is super, super important. And the things that you're trying to be able to do, think about that just for a second. Okay. So here you are, you're in a situation where you're, where we all know life is short. We all go through things and we all like, I, I was in a very similar situation as you. I, I didn't have anybody really pass on my family, older folks, right? Grandparents and stuff like that. And great grandparents. But my dad last year, um, he had fallen ill three years. He had suffered from Alzheimer's at 67. So his Alzheimer's rolled right downhill. And he like, 
he was uh, um, non-coherent by the last year. And so when I went down there, or I, I was actually up north. We had gone on a visit, and I got a call from my brother-in-law that said, hey, buddy, listen, you might want to come. And I went, okay. So I got in the car, and, and we drove down, and we were there. Thank goodness that we were there while he was still alive, and then he passed, right? And it's one of the worst things to go through in your life, even though it's it's – it's good that you go through it, right? Because you're there with them, even if it's the last minutes that you're going through and you're there for it. And it does help you have some of that closure, but it's so difficult to go through. And I think that your story is so important because you had two, two of them going on with the your, your love of your life with your wife and your dad at pretty much at the same time almost to be able to... To, to, to go through that, tell me what, so during the time that you were going through it, just for those that are experiencing it right now, right? They're going through grief and stuff like that. What, what, what did you use to be able to help you get through it at the time when people look at you and say, Hey, you're super strong. You're that guy. They, they see that external exterior factor that you've got going on, that you're strong with that. What did yeah. you use to be able to channel that and be able to bring that forward with, with where you were at? Oh man. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Was because, it faith? Was it, uh, you know, th those kind of things or what was it? Well, like where were, where were you at? Um, well, I, all of a sudden I'm home, I'm alone in my apartment. Yeah. It's, you know, but they've got their lives. They've got to work. They've got to do this. Um, for me, it was, um, honestly some social media, just getting into, to cope. I did start going, I did start going to, well, I've always, let me back up worth yeah. work. I didn't take a long time off of work to do, you know, to, to grieve or just to, to spend time. Okay. Yeah. I'm the same way. She didn't take a long time off either. She went back to work. And I think people were kind of both surprised at how we, how quickly we did. And I think it was just getting back into a routine. Okay. When I get home, then I've got to deal with, I'm alone. I've got to deal with the grief. I've got pictures of me balling on the couch, man. Right. And so am I strong? Yeah. But I'm in my weak moments too. Yes. It's like, okay, but am I going to let that consume me? Am I going to let that consume me? I started getting on social media. Thankfully, my wife, a couple of her friends that she knew from school um, said, you know, best friend's husband gets the chance to speak to me anytime he wants. Oh, wow. Kind of them talking to me a little bit too. That helped. Yeah. And things that I didn't know about her that they did and just... I think a lot of it was that and it was just, it was just being in touch with people. It's so easy when you do that to just say, okay, I'm going to just close myself up in this shell and be in my grief. And there's nothing wrong with that. People handle. Right. But the other thing too is um, I forgot her first name, Diane, I think McInerney. She okay. was a Ted talk that she did about grief and friends saying, you know, it's been two years. Aren't you over it yet? And it's like, you don't get over it. You don't. You don't. You carry it with you. You move forward with it. Yep. You move forward with it. You move forward with the memories. You move forward. And another thing I, I, I read and that I've posted before, grief is the love you have for that person that has nowhere to go. Mm. Mm. So what do you do with it? You know, it, it comes out in tears sometimes, but you can also, let me put that towards somebody else. Let me put that towards something else. Uh, yeah, that's Rick. That's important. That's important. I, I I've always said, even on the podcast, I talk about a lot with a lot of people. When we and and especially when people are grieving, I always say, grief looks different to everybody, but you need to be able to navigate that journey and figure out what that grief may look like. Those moments where you said, where you had those quiet moments by yourself, where you're like, 
uh, this stinks, right? <laughs> and it starts to weigh on you, and the and the walls start to cave, and the what you know, it's really closing in on you. Um, but we have to go through that. I, I I know it's a really difficult thing because I know that I, I I was avoidance of grief. I started to go, hey, you know what? I'm fine. I'm good to go. I'm going to be there for my family. I was there for my stepmother. I was there for my sister, family. Okay, good to go. They got me up on this um, to do the eulogy of my dad. I was up there reading. I, I'm broken apart, like inside, just crushed. But I knew that I had to be able to do it. So I used that as a strengthening thing to be able to say, okay, here I am. I'm good to go. I can be there to support people. It wasn't until I got home that I sat down and went, wait, what just happened? Like, ho- I-, I no longer have anybody that I can tap into to be able to say, hey, I need advice or, hey, I need something. You know, I'm raising a 15-year-old kid. What You know, he's he's pushing my buttons over here. He's trying to be a, eight, a 21-year-old, but he's 15. How do I handle that like I, like I did for you? You know, and I think it's important to really park in the space of, I know the adage of, I know we've seen it even on TikTok sometimes, we've seen some people do the the phrase of, it's okay not to be okay, right? You have to accept the fact that sometimes it's okay to grieve and be broken down and be able to navigate it. But to your point, what do you do with that moving forward? You can't just park there forever. You'll never, you're not going to lose sight of it, but you got to learn how to navigate the journey and be part of it and understand that, okay, I can learn to live with it right? Learn to live with it. I won't ever forget. I can't, like you, like you said, I had people say to me, you know, are, are, are you over it yet? I went, what do you mean? Am I over it yet? I'm, I'm never going to be over it. You know? No, you, yeah, you have to take that and realize, and, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, some people don't know this. My, one of my, my kids are like that. You're, you're a little depressed. Yeah. Still in my apartment. I mean, I'm not going to show you my apartment right now. We <laughs> a four bedroom apartment. Yeah. So, wow. And one of one of them was the man cave, nerd cave downstairs was mine. Never yeah. got it because her mom uh, passed and her dad kept bringing everything over. So it was just filling up with this. So I've got stuff and I don't need stuff. Right. So, so the, the thing is to, you know, yes, there was a little bit of grief, a little bit of depression that you kind of say, oh, no, I'm not. I'm good. I'm still right. fun. You know, no, not really. Um, so you just have to take that. And what I'm doing now is just like, I'm looking at what would I love to do? I'd love to be able to just grab a a travel trailer, hook it up to the truck, bring my bike, um, and just go. And that my bike, that's one of the things that I did. I've never ridden a motorcycle. Get out of here. I pictured you to always be a bike rider. Look at you, man. (laughs) Well, what I did 2018, they both passed in 2018. I've always wanted to ride. And I didn't ride because of this relationship, money, or whatever it was. Well, now it's just me. I have some money in the bank. God bless my wife for leaving some money. I got things taken care of. And I said, I'm going to get my my license before the end of 2018. Hmm. I was up the road at the at the center training the weekend before New Year's Eve. Wow. Two days before. In the rain, in the cold. <laughs> <clears throat> licensed i got bought my bike in april of 2019 that's insane you so you're you're a new rider like wow man listen that beard itself probably took so long to do it and i'm just thinking to myself look at he's literally riding a chopper going what's going on boys let's go (laughs) i can dress the part i look like it and i got the rings i'm looking for another one nice the beard my wife liked the hair is short. She liked the goatee short, just to go. Yeah. I don't have a picture on the day. We uh, she died in 2018. We did a memorial service in, a, a month later. 
cremation. So we're able to do that. Yep. Uh, we did that. And that day, I mean, my head was clean. My goatee was tight and short and looked good for her. The, <laughs> this started. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. Well, uh, we're in the same boat. Uh, we're, uh, my wife is the same way. She likes, um, so, uh, you know, I, when I got out of the Navy, the day I got out of the Navy, I shaved this, right? So it's always been, I bicked it and I've just had it shaved. Of course, now, if I try to grow it back right now, I look like George Costanza. I got the <laughs> ring around the outside edge. And, and I got a half donut on my head and I'm like, listen, I can't, I, I can't be having that. Like, no, no. But the other thing is, is the, um, I got the beard. It's, it's, it's trimmed up last year when my dad passed, I, I realized I got pictures of me. I, I was down about halfway to yours. I, I was all the way down to here. It was all gray and it was white. My uncle looks at me and says, listen, what are you trying to do? Like, seriously, you're, you're in the, you're in your forties. You make yourself look like you're in your seventies. What are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about, man? So my wife, she gave me, she said, listen, I love it when you, you trim it up on the side, it's good to go. So I'm in the same boat where I kind of just want to let it go. Like, I'd love to just let it go and let it fly and take care of it. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. If mama's not happy, I don't think anybody's going to be happy. To- and it's just me. So when you say mama, yeah, I just went to visit last week and a mom's like, how long are you going to let it grow? I said, <laughs> I don't know. She goes, I like it when it's here. And I'm like, it's my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my face. I like my beard the way I like my beard. And guess what? I may be ZZ Top by the end of the day. Yeah. Who cares, man? I've had some requests in the last week on TikTok. When are you going to do ZZ Top? <laughs> you got to get the spinning guitar. You got to put the spinning guitar in there and go. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's see. We got a couple comments here just real quick. I want to be able to share with you from uh, Big Chill. It says, Grandpa just helped me more than he knows. Right? That's my son-in-law. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Beautiful. I love it. Uh, Ponchitos, we love you. Uh, from As You Wish 0507, Missy Grammer throws all kinds of hearts out to you with lots of uh, lots of pink hearts your way. And then uh, Michelle Shaw says, I watched that TED Talk. It was a good one, the one you were talking about with the with the TED Talk. So, yeah. So, you know, if you have an idea, Rick, you know, I, I love your story. I, I, I Not to say that I want anybody to have to go through what you went through, right? Yeah. But we all go through stuff. And I feel like it's important to be able to have conversations and talk about this stuff because it could help somebody, especially if we're going through it. There was one comment that came out uh, a minute ago that I, I, let's see if I can grab it real quick. Basically what they were saying, oh, there it is. Michelle shares, I'm so thankful that this is on right now because I'm missing my mom so much today, right? We go through those days where it isn't a great day and we're looking at it going, man, this really stinks. But if you talk about it and you're literally in a place where you can, um, you can park there, have a conversation, and be able to actually have to – I love what you said. You grew a tribe. You all of a sudden started getting her old friends. You got people on TikTok. You got all these people that you can actually converse with and lean in on and stuff like that. I never would have thought I would have had uh, you know, intimate relationships with anybody from TikTok. But I've had the – like, you know, Doc, right? Ty, Doc. Yeah. He's become one of my better friends. Like, we communicate all the time. And he's texting me in the morning saying, have a great day. You know, you've done so much for me with the podcast. And I'm like, hey, buddy, listen, you're a veteran. We there's a connection there. So I just you need those you need tribe members and you need people in your pocket to be able to utilize to go through some of the stuff that we're going through. So, you know, do you find that you found even from TikTok that part of it? Have you found some of those relationships and yeah. things that you've done? Yeah. Um the 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 uh Brothers United that we did, Doc was part of that yes. we have been on we got on Snapchat and we were chatting and I've actually been on on Snapchat. I've been on some uh video calls with some people. Yep. People that I've hadn't, if I didn't go on TikTok, I wouldn't have met them. Yeah. So 
So doing that, yeah, you, you find these people and it's amazing what you do and you go, man, you are something else. And I got people telling me that. And it's just like, that's the big part of it is finding these people, lifting them up. You lift each other up, you support each other. Um, was it Michelle that was on there? Yeah. I have found where days like that, I'm, I'll tell you what, I've had some days where I don't talk to anybody. I might no. all weekend not talk to anybody. Um, and I'm just in myself. Right. You know? I've had those days too, you know, and I think that people that are like, I'm normally a very outgoing personality. I'm very energetic. I'm always positive. I'm always whatever. My wife knows. She knows if one of those days are happening, she'll, she'll, she won't lean in and she'll go, all right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really bug him about this right now because I know that he's having a bad day. Sometimes she'll say, are you all right? And I'm like, "Uh, you know, right now, not really, right? I'm having my coffee. I'm having my moments. I gotta. That's why I always talk about when you first wake up in the morning. Your first few thoughts can really set your tone for the rest of the day. And a lot of times, if I know I'm gonna have a bad day, it takes some real hard work and convincing for me to get to a point that I can actually put one foot in front of the other and just feel like I can actually attack the day. So I've got to convince myself. And anybody that thinks it comes easy to be a positive influence, it's not. It it takes work. It takes energy, and it takes a lot of drive to be able to do so. And I think it's really important to share because I think that people in general that are going through really difficult times or go through memories or even 10 years, 11, 12, 15 years later, still have those days. You, We have to be able to give willing to give them space and then also willing to talk about it when we need to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you don't mind, I'm going to bring up one bit of scripture. Oh, please do. Yeah. Um, and I even forgot right now, as soon as I said that I lost, it's, it's an, uh, Matthew, I believe, 35. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, it's the shortest verse in the Bible. And it's a lot of people's favorite because when they had to memorize a verse when they were growing up, it was this one they picked because it's two words. Shortest. Jesus wept. Gotcha. And people go, oh, okay, so what does that mean? Well, I'll make it short. Context. Lazarus, the one he raised from the dead. Lazarus was his best friend, one of his best friends. Mm -hmm. He's up to go see him and on purpose went late. So that would be shown as a miracle while he's speaking to Mary. She's there in her grief and he's walking with her. And instead of saying, don't cry, I'm getting ready to go do this great thing. You're going to see your brother again. It's going to be fine. Instead, he just walks with her and weeps. Mm. Two things. He was human like us. And in grief, sometimes you just need to be there. Right. I have caught myself when somebody else is grieving, there's a death in the family. They, I don't know what to say. Right. My condolences. I'm sorry for your loss. It's the same thing that you hear. And, you know, and I, and I love their heart for it, for saying it, but you really want somebody to say, you know what? I don't understand what you're going through, but I'm here for you. Right. That's huge. And it's huge. And just to hear that sometimes, to know that, that you've got somebody. And so I started writing. Um, I've got some things that I've written. I did. I started blogging, trying to tried to start blogging on Instagram. Um, but to kind of get that out there, let people know how I was feeling and maybe touch some other people because you read stuff like that. That's what helped with me, looking at other people and then take, feeding from that and using that. And so I think that's... um. That's pretty, that's pretty huge, right? That's a big deal because I, I think that we automatically go into, 
Well, I, I think we do this as humans, right? Well, a lot of times as humans, what we do is we try to fix a situation for somebody or ourselves, right? We're always trying to fix us. We're fixers. And my wife, she always tells me all the time and she keeps me in check all the time because I'm always like, let, let me fix the situation. And she'll look at me sometimes and she'll say to me, uh, Rick, she'll say, don't try to fix the situation. Like, seriously, it is what it is right now. And so what we've got to do is we've got to navigate through it. We've got to be able to go and, and get through what we got to get through to get to the end. You don't have to fix it. We can just learn how to live with it or navigate through it. And here's the thing, right? So to your point, I found so much more solace in the fact that I have people that would look at me with my dad instead of going, I'm sorry for your loss. It's rather, hey, man, listen, I'm here for you. That's it. Yeah. Now, all I need to hear is I'm here for you. I, I, I'm a phone call away. I'm a text away. I'm a beer away for us to go out and have a beer. Whatever it is, I'm 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 20 feet from you. I won't push. All you got to do is come to me when you need me, and I'm all set. And I'm okay with that because they're not trying to be. They're not trying to intrude with that piece of it, right? Because you don't want to be that person. No. But you care about them, and you want them to be okay. So it's human to be able to say, "Hey, are you all right? Everything's okay. I'm there for you," and all that stuff. So. I think it's really important that you share that, that we are there to support others, but we're not trying to fix the situation for them. Yeah, because that when my mother-in-law passed, that was hard for me because I couldn't fix it. Mm. I, I can't fix it. I can right. just there, I could just be there for her. And my wife's grief compared to mine, it was tough watching her. I mean, her mother was her world. And yeah. I'd come home, she'd be in tears. And I'm like, what is were you listening to voicemails again? She was, yep. I just wanted to hear her voice and I knew it. I could tell, man, it was, it hurt hard. Yeah. So. My, my wife, she, uh, she lost her, she lost her sister, Rick, when she was, um, uh, 30, 30 years old. She lost her sister. Her sister was, um, you know, had some issues, health issues and stuff like that. And then also, uh, you know, other stuff that was going on or whatever. She wasn't very healthy. And when you lose someone at such a young age, and it was my wife's little sister, four years difference between the two, when you lose someone like that, um, I saw the real true pains of grief right at that moment in time that I was like, and I learned, that's where I learned, I think, right when I started to go, okay, I, I can't go in to fix anything. I can't, I'm not going to be somebody that's going to sit there and go, Hey, it's going to be okay. Cause I, I don't even know if it's going to be okay at that moment in time. So all I can do is just lend a hand and be the pillow that they can land on whenever they need it. And for me to just be there for them, you know what I mean? So us as friends, as humans, I think it's a great lesson to learn that all we have to do is, uh, you know, increase on that humanity side of things and be there to support each other during really difficult times is all people really need. And if we're there in that way, and we're not trying to be able to either fix the situation or, or come to the table with, you know, I got some advice for you and whatever else. Listen, advice is not what I need right now. I just need you to be a shoulder for me to put, to lean in on right now. You know what I mean? That's really it. So it's, a, I, I, I'm glad you shared that. That's really important. So I think so. All right, so let's read through a couple more comments here. Oh, Beyonce the Flamingo. That's who it is. Uh, Beyonce, who's a, who's, have you ever seen her, uh, Rick, on, on TikTok? I, I can't remember. You know, She's great. You got to follow her. Beyonce the Flamingo. She, she dresses in a flamingo costume. She plays uh, all today's hits or whatever. And then she dances. She dances the whole entire time and they record it. It's great. They're small snippets. She's fantastic. But uh, she said that she's so thankful for the TikTok friendships that she's made also. Michelle said, I think there was, she was agreeing with some of our stuff. Moving forward with our grief, uh, Michelle also said, you guys are on point with what you're talking about here. Just recently, um, stopped texting my mom's old cell phone. So she kept continued to do some of those behaviors that you had. So it, it's, it's interesting. Did you, just out of curiosity, did, you, uh, did she ever like, 
get recordings from uh, voicemails. You said there were voicemails that she would call to like listen to the recordings. Oh, she I, I wish I wish I had that with my dad. My my mother kept my dad's greeting on their on their answer machine at home. It's still him, and he says, "Hey guys, we're here." Blah blah, you know that kind of thing. And I'm I, I just call it sometimes and just let it go through and go. I need to hear it. You know what I mean? So it's so helpful. <laughs> that's that's what she would do. She'd had recordings. She had voicemails her mom left for her, um, and then uh, her dad actually got her mom's phone because he was having issues with her. So she didn't have the phone, but she had all the voicemails that they talked every day. Yeah. And that was one thing. And that, and I've heard if a woman talks to her mother every day, that's not the woman you want. And I'm like, Hi. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some good with the family. <laughs> that's not bad. Yes. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. Her mom, I loved her mom. I, I, we were only married just over a little over four years. So we weren't married for a long time. We worked together five years before that. Yep. And then six months, she, she six months after she was gone from work before I saw her again after she left. Um, but her mother, we started, we wanted working later on at another place together. So we'd be in the car together. Well, we called her mom every day. Hmm. And she'd sit there and she says, Well, I love you, mom. She goes, Love you too. You know, I'd say, Love you, mama. She goes, Or she'd say, I love you, Rick. I said, I love you too, mama. She goes, I know you do. You just can't help yourself. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. You just can't help yourself. <laughs> oh, I don't believe you. I'm like, hey, <laughs> let, that's that, hard. let us have it. <laughs> that's so great. Well, you know, I, 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 so I, the real the perspective that I'm trying to take from it, though, is really great with this, though, is that you, you, sometimes you do need those types of memories to lean in on those types of things to be able to continue to move forward. And I think that with you, with everything that you've been through and the, and the people that you've lost or the things that you've been through, even if it is just the release of getting onto an app to go on there and do some lip syncing and be whoever you want to be at that moment in time, whether it's Tom Petty or Ozzy Osbourne or whoever else you want to be able to throw out there for you to be able to have that ability to find that release. I recommend to every single person that's out there, no matter what your vision or views of what social media may be, because there's a lot of people that do not like social media, right? And a lot of it can be pretty nasty, right? Political and all this other stuff. But I would say if you surround yourself with the right types of people and you involve yourself with the right types of people on those social media platforms, it's a great resource to be able to find inspiration, positivity, motivation, any of the things that you're trying to be able to find. I feel like it's a resource that's untapped the way that it should be, right? Social media could right. be such a great positive influence. I found you through the social media and I was like, this guy, I like this guy, I like his energy, I like his positivity, he's such a good dude and a lot of people love you for it too. That's That that stands out to me and I, I recommend that to anybody. Take the chance, go out and make that happen. You know what I mean? Go out and do that. The, the morning ones I'll do, good morning, you know, and I get that little positive thing. But a lot of that's for me. Yes. <laughs> I share it because it'll help other people and people love it. I'm glad they do. I hope, I hope it helps, but a lot of that's for me. That's my choice. Okay. Get yourself up. Let's get going. Going to have a good day. Going to be positive. And you're right. Going and being Ozzy or ZZ top or somebody that gets me off the couch and I'm not sitting there going blah in front of the TV right? Or sitting there in my grief. So sometimes I do that and it's, it's a way. And then that kind of gets my creativity going. Right. And a lot of people use things like whether it's uh, whether it's that kind of thing, whether it's um, I love the creativity piece. As you know, uh, you know, I turned off all of that creativity, a lot of it uh, for a long time. I'm, I'm a full time dad, full time husband, full time employee. But when when COVID happened, I all of a sudden was forced with the fact that I'm at, I'm working from home. So I, I, I've I've got 
time on my hands for the most part because I'm not traveling on the road all the time or whatever else. So all of a sudden, I met some artists on TikTok and I went, hey, I like what they're doing and I like what they're doing. And then all of a sudden, I started to get back into art again. I did a lot when I was younger. And um, one of the TikTok uh, people that I follow, Dave Makes Things, he said to me, listen, what I want you to do, you need to, if you uh, if you have creativity inside of you, somehow you got to get it out. So whether it's through lip syncing, whether it's through videos, whether it's through dances, whether it's through art or whatever, you it's inside of you. You should get it out. It's therapeutic. And I said, all right, I'll do whatever. So all of a sudden I started drawing and sketching and doodling and whatever else. And then all of a sudden these avatars come around and things like that. And I'm doing all this artwork and people love it because it makes them feel good and all this stuff. And I'm just like, wow, this is this is insane to me. I oh, Six months ago. I wasn't doing any kind of artwork. I was doing spreadsheets and and uh, whatever reports that I was running for agent owners. And now I'm balancing it out that this creative side of me is coming out and I, I needed it. I didn't understand how bad I needed it in my life for the creativity, but it's therapeutic and it's, it's helpful just like you, right? Like it gets you off the couch and your creative side, you get, you put the black and white versions and then you're lip syncing. You, you try to make sure you're on point with it. You're doing a duet with somebody and you're like singing to them and they're singing back and all this stuff. You're great at it. And you could tell it, it does take work. It's not just like a quick flip of the switch, right? No. <laughs> I, I did one with uh, Stallone. I did a thing from Stallone. I've got probably, I still have, I probably got six drafts. Hmm. nope not good enough nope not good enough nope and there's one that's in the one that there's one in the drafts that's better than the one i posted really as far as perfection wise yeah yeah but the one i posted was when i quit looking at the camera my studio is my bathroom like i showed everybody <laughs> but looking at the phone and i looked at the mirror and gave myself that pep talk oh man yeah that hit and i'm going there's the raw emotion i've got yeah. all there's the emotion and that's what i want to come out and that was for me and for other people and a lot of people say oh, that's my favorite somebody would say my dad would say that to me or somebody would tell me that because it does something it reminds me that i am good enough that, yes you know and so yeah, yeah like i said the, the, that one i'm not even looking here i'm kind of looking off and it's at the mirror at myself and Ooh, that's that's pretty deep man i like that <laughs> But I what I love about it, though, is you just said a, a few words that that I think everybody needs to hear. And I say it all the time, whether it's through my coffee talks, whether it's through my morning lives, we are good enough, yes. right? We are good enough and we're strong enough and we are we're able to do the things that we're really trying to set forward to do it. I think the problem is, is that we get in a place where whether life happens, depression happens, circumstances happen or anything we, we, we sit back and we tell ourselves that we're not good enough and we beat ourselves up and we go, Hey, you know what? You're not, you're not talented enough. Like I, you should have seen it, Rick. When I did my first avatar for Java, John roasting, right? Uh, the guy that does the coffee yeah. and I, I just did, I threw it together and I was like, cause this guy inspires me. He's such a positive influence and he's out there and he's doing whatever. I drew it for him on the iPad. Cause I got the iPad. I, I tried to put it together. I was so petrified at sending it to him. I was so scared. Like, like you, you could ask my wife. My wife was like, Shane, it's great. And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, he's going to hate it. It's I, I, I missed out on this. I didn't do this. And I was such the worst critic of myself at that moment in time. And then I said, you know, what the hell am I doing? Like, why am I, why am I beating myself up for this? To your point, I'm good enough. And you know what? At the end of the day, if I put it out there, he's going to love it. And then you're going to gain a new friendship from it because he's going to be like, whoa, what's this? And I did. And now he's one of the better friends that I have on the app because 
we connected in that way that I put myself out there and I was brave enough to do so to get into that. I love what you said. If you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you are good enough. It's like Stuart Smalley on Saturday Night Live, right? Remember that? <laughs> right? Right. right. Uh, you're good enough. You're smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. That's, you know, I mean, come on, man. Let's go. Right. But it's the truth. That's we don't right. do it enough. And I'm glad you said that about yourself because we do that. And a lot of people, that's one thing. I'll tell you what, if I look back at the short time I was with my wife and what I did for her, um, with her starting to get sick and not knowing what was going on, but her breathing, she had been 2013. She went through this and I said, it's not cancer. We did something else, blah, blah, blah. She never got better. And so do you think she had cancer in 2013? Do you think it? Oh, wow. I really wow. do. Misdiagnosed and living with it. And, and you know, so, but what I was able to do for her, we both come from boomer parents and you didn't do that right. Right. That better. You know, you got it. And so yep. we're kind of like that. We were able to, I'm where I'm at and I can do some of the things I'm doing now because she brought that back up in me and my confidence. Gotcha. Did that for her. She was crafty. She upcycled cigar boxes. I would go oh, wow. and cigar boxes. Hey, listen, I smoke cigars. You got any of those little cigar boxes laying around? I may have to tap into that and hit some, get some. <laughs> I've got boxes of them, man, where she's made them. We didn't sell them. Oh. Yeah, I'll show you what she did. She she was crafty. She, I'd bring a box home. She goes, I know what I'm going to do with that one. I'm like, how do you know? She goes, I had it. I just needed the right shape box, and that's it. I'm like, right. And she would That's print. her creative side. That was her going, here's my creativity. Yes. Channel or, right out. She could crank up 10 or 11 a day. Wow. Yeah. We both got laid off. I found a job and she was still at home. And we started doing it. We were going to the farmer's market and we were doing three, $400 on a Saturday for four hours. Wow. Holy and smokes. I told her, I said, so when you're sitting at home during the week and I'm working and you're not, don't think you're not contributing. You're, <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. Hey, you know, uh, I, there's a couple other things that, oh, let's see. We got another one. You know, Rebecca Dunn popped in and says, I'm here. This is exciting. So she she loves seeing you on there. That's my daughter. That's your daughter. You get this one. And this is your oldest daughter, right? Uh, as you wish, 0507, right? She yeah. said, you are good enough, Rick. You are good enough. <laughs> That's my tribe there, too. My kids. Oh, my gosh. My kids. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, they've been. They they were there. They They've been there. And uh, the I, I don't know if you want me to go into this, my name, where I got Please my do. Go for it. <laughs> so my name's Rick. I went. I had my birthday with them. I got the bike. Back in high school, do you remember Chips? Oh, yeah, Chips. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Ponch. I looked like Ponch in high school. Get out of here. I couldn't keep the girls off me in high school. I was going to say, man, he was a good-looking man. <laughs> he was a good-looking man. I wore the Western shirt with the snaps. I couldn't wear that to school because I'd go into every class with it unbuttoned because somebody... <laughs> <laughs> so one of them they, they all agreed that they said no you know what you're, now you got a bike and you're older and your grandfather now you're grand punch oh that's fantastic so my kids, why did i not know it was poncharelli you were talking about <laughs> oh i feel so like oh i'm inadequate man i literally should have known that i knew chips yeah and then, <laughs> and then people have just started calling me punch to shorten it which i'm going i love it I accept that. I'm 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 cool with that. So, but that's where it came from. So that's where Grand Punch comes from. Punch, 
is because I, I I'll have to show that again. I think I've done it once, but I'll have to show it again on TikTok. Please do, man. I, I'll be all about that one, man. I want to see that. That's so great. Because if you look like Poncharelli, dude, he was a good looking man. Like that, 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 like, listen, everybody was like, it's Ponch. Like, it's, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got Michelle saying awesome. Uh, daughters are saying is okay. So I kind of know a, a little bit about this, but I want to ask you a question. I got a couple questions that I wanted to ask you, right? Okay, so one of them is going to be around, and I think you already kind of probably talked about it a little bit with your kids and your family and your tribe. But if you got to find something that you can list out for my listeners, for the people that are on the podcast right now listening to this, mm-hmm. and they're going to be able to say, if I'm going through something really difficult and it's a tough time and I've got all this stuff going on, or I'm just remembering my lo- loved ones or things like that. What inspires you on a daily? Tell me one thing or two things that you can say that you can quantify something to say, this is what inspires me to be the way that I am and be able to move that forward. Um, and this may not be the same for everybody. Sure. But because my wife did bring my confidence up and was mm-hmm. able to do that, that not that I don't want to let her down, but sure. that I am good enough and what yep. I might and whatever I have to, to get that out. And I look at it as we're, everybody says, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. I'm not promised this afternoon. Nope. I'm not. Exactly. Promised. So make the best of what I can do today. If it's some days and when you're going through this grief, some days it's like you woke up and you fed yourself. Good job. Great job. Yep. Sometimes I've had one meal a day. Mm-hmm. You know, did I brush my teeth today? You know, right. Yes. Look at those things. When you wake up, you woke up. All right. You brushed your teeth. Good job. You fed yourself. Good job. Um, as far as for me, it's just I'm functioning. Yep. And then being working from home, and I feel bad. There's a, somebody asked me this question on a TikTok. She works from home also. She goes, It's getting to her. What do you, how do you do? Well, I've actually been okay to go back to the office one or two days a week. Yep. Well, because I traveled to San Antonio, and I'm sorry, I'm getting off here. Oh, it's all right. I came back. I've got to self quarantine for two weeks, which it's great for me. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> I can do this. I'm right here. The boss gets an extra hour, hour and a half a day out of me sometimes because I don't leave the desk because I don't. Right. Have to. But it's just it's getting yourself up and just looking at okay, I've got another day. What can yep. I do for somebody today or for myself today? You know. Um, and I look at it that way. Somebody needs to hear something that I have to say. Yep. Whether it's, I might be in a mood or whatever, get up and how can I affect somebody's life today? What can I do to help them? Rick, I'll tell you, I'll, I'm going to tell you a little story and it's going to be right in alignment with where you're at with it. I, uh, and my, in my bathroom, I have uh post-it notes on my, on my mirror, on my left-hand side of my mirror. I have one big one that says, what <clears throat> that says, how many people can I positively impact today? Right literally gives me the the goal of doing that. And on the right-hand side, I have a list of all the things that I'm grateful for, right? The things that I'm thankful for within the day. Not necessarily positive words of affirmation or anything like that. It's more about here I am at this moment for me to know that my family, my son, my wife, myself, my health, I woke up today, you know, or whatever. And I look at those when I'm brushing my teeth or I'm shaving my beard or I'm doing whatever I got to do. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I say, you know what? At the end of the day, like this is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And to your point, somebody out there, I will tell you the most traction that I get, like the most attention that I get on the podcast or any of the blogs or whatever I do are the ones that I share my struggle. 
are the ones that I sit back and I say, here's how I went through this point to this point today. Here's how I was able to get through a difficult day or this was thrown at me. And this is the mindset that I had and, and the journaling that I did. Those are the ones that people look at me and say, oh, my, I, I, I'm, you're talking directly to me right now. So, Rick, to your point, your message needs to be heard. And everybody needs to sit back and say, hey, this guy has got something good to say. And I, I I, know I appreciate it as a friend and I really enjoy it. So keep going. Right. And I've I, I kind of got away from that on TikTok. Well, let me do the fun stuff. Let me do the stuff. Yep. This. It's when I sit down in the bed with a cup of coffee and I do and here's, you know, get out there, do this today, make the choice. And those I'm getting, you know, all of a sudden, two days, I got over a thousand views and I'm like, right. Okay. And, and I love when you said, because you did that with me. You did that with me. You, I think I, I had shared something in the morning about uh, uh, maximizing the day or, or making sure that we're living in the moment. And you shared, you said, Liquid Shano, I appreciate your words this morning. And then you reiterated it. That was there. And I was like, so I love this, that we're kicking off our day on the right foot. Like it starts with energy and positive words that we can bring to the table to move us forward. So I appreciate you. Okay. So we got about maybe around 10 minutes left in the podcast. Here's what I want to do, Rick. I, what I want to do is I want to ask a couple questions about you and your journey of where you want to go, right? So if you've got some goals that you want to put together, if you're you're looking at the fact that your word matters to people, we already talked about that, that, that you are good enough and all these people that want to be able to be connected to you in a way that's different or anything like that. If you had a, a maybe a, a year goal, it's like when an interview that I ask somebody when they come in and try to apply for a job, where do you see yourself in a year, right? Yeah, yeah. It's similar. If you picture yourself in about a year from now, what do you what do you want your goal to be with what you're doing right now and where you're at? Tell me about some aspirations and things you're working on that you want to be able to move forward with. Year from now, my lease would already be up, so I'd have to be making the choice to either stay here or mm -hmm. move. My my dream. My, is it going to happen in a year? I don't know. I need to focus on that. I would love to be able to just have a travel trailer or have a small piece of land with a small wood metal building on it. Yep. Be able to just be there and support myself from home, not working for a company. Right. To be able to just hook up that trailer or hop on the bike and go when I want. Mm. And it's freedom. Freedom, the freedom, because I, you have to live. I look at it. I've got, I've got life to live, and if I'm waking up with another day, I've got purpose. I've got something to do. I've got to get the word out to somebody. So the other part of that is, I, I looked at doing a blog. My wife told me you need to do a blog. Do your blog. You need to do that. And I'd like to maybe vlog or whether it's a podcast or whatever it is, to be able because i made i made a comment to mom the other night i start, i have i didn't talk to my mom every day i talked to her every day now and i made a comment i was telling her something that that i came up with and i was reading it to her and she goes mijo because <laughs> she's hispanic oh yeah she goes you're so wise mm. you know right mom so it hits mom, you mom's gonna love you and tell you whatever but i could tell and she just like you're so wise and it's like man and she goes, you need to, and she's told me, man, you need to share that. So mm. I need to be able to share this, whether it's I write a book, do a podcast, both, something. There's things that I've got written down that have been sitting in my phone for too long. <laughs> I love what you said, Rick, when we, so if anybody, any of the listeners are on here, uh, Rick and I did a little bit of like pre-work when we first hopped on and it was before we went live with it, before I hit the little button to go live anywhere or record. And Rick said to me, 
these are some of the things that I've been wanting to do for a while, but I just haven't done it and I haven't pulled the trigger. And he said, by you having me on the podcast today and see what you're doing with the podcast and those kind of things, it's it's giving me the push that I need to be able to put myself out there and do it. I have the gift of gab and I can talk about it, but here's the thing. You, you got to share it, right? And and so I tell everybody that always tells me all the time, I've been wanting to do a podcast. I've been wanting to do a vlog. I've been wanting to do video uh, log entries or whatever else. I look at them with just some really simple words and I say, there's no better time than right now. Like you've got to do it. And and even if you sound like, I, I know this sounds bad. I'm going to say it anyway. Even if you sound like a bumbling idiot when you're on there and you're like, blah, 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 blah. This is great. This is fantastic. This is whatever. Even if you sound like that, at the end of the day, it's you, it's your, it's your words, it's your message that you're bringing to the table and people will resonate with that even more because they're saying, oh, this is the raw uncut version of Rick and this is the raw uncut version of Shane because this is authentic. They're being authentic and this is who they really are. What I would say is go for it, Rick. Like don't, don't hold back on any of that. You, you have a message to put out there to people and people need to hear it. And I think that if you just one foot in front of the other. I can give you some tips on how to do podcasts and put it all together and all that good stuff. I, I've been helping a couple people out on TikTok that have been reaching out going, tell me more about equipment and blah, 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 and all this stuff. I said, okay, here we go. I can help out with that, but you need to get your message out there, my friend. Yeah, I do. Awesome. All right. So um, let's see here. Oh yeah. What else? Anything else you wanted to talk about? Like, um, so maybe a blog you're talking about there. I'm going to put up a couple on the side guys. If you want to be able to see, here's some ways to reach out to uh, Rick and let's see on TikTok. This is him right here. That's his handle on TikTok. If you don't follow him, you should follow him at grand punch. Okay. And then on YouTube, right? YouTube. Um, he's also grand punch there with a space in between. If you want to be able to follow it, this is a new venture, right? The YouTube portion of it. You're setting this up to what's your, what's your vision with YouTube, Rick? What do you want to do with that? Well, I'm wondering if that's where besides just kind of like you, you put your podcast on there. I do, but maybe do a vlog mm -hmm. or a YouTube, YouTube channel and just use it to cover more, cover more. The, the, the podcast will cover more than you can get through on TikTok. I know. I wanna... 60 seconds is not enough, my friend. No. And you and I don't want to have fun with that, too. I need that. I'm finding out that I, I need to be able to do that. Creativity-wise, crafty, I'm not. Mm -hmm. People say, oh, you haven't tried. <laughs> right. Don't think. But I'd like, I'm looking at YouTube. YouTube may be getting on there and doing a, whether it's a weekly or, or whatever it is, you know, vlog. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's another avenue. Listen, and don't be afraid to, because I, I don't have that large of a YouTube following, but the ones mm -hmm. that I do have, here's the great thing about it, Rick, and I'm just going to share this tip, and I know we're, we're running out on time, but when you go on YouTube, one of the things that you can do is when you're on YouTube and you do a podcast, if you do broadcast the podcast there, closed captions are on YouTube. And what that does is it helps people that can't, that are deaf. That can't like I have many listen uh, not listeners right many people that basically say to me I I'm so appreciative that you do the YouTube piece because I can read all of the words of your podcast and it matters to me I never would have thought that I was like what oh holy smokes that that matters so get yourself out there man the more that you're out there and you're putting your stuff out there especially on YouTube if you did a vlog let's just say you set up a camera and you put it on there and you just do like morning thoughts. Or you do like, hey, you know, here's where I'm at right now. Or here's how I'm going outside of what you're doing on TikTok. I think you would find for your own need, you would be able to do it and be therapeutic for you too. I think yeah, I, I, that's going to be a great avenue for you, I think. 
Yeah, I think that's that's another thing for people too is that by doing this and by me helping other people or getting a TikTok doing it, that's the therapy. It's therapeutic. That's helped me. Me talking to people on Twitter and whatever on the same issue that have had loss. It's therapeutic for me to reach out and reach them, mm. help them. And you I don't love that. doing it sometimes. And they yep. tell you, you know, you're in my life for a reason. I'm glad you're here because you helped me get through this. I couldn't have done it without you. And to hear that. That's, that's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, you know? absolutely. And the only other spot I was going to talk about right here was with Instagram. He's uh He's got an Instagram account right here called Scribbles FTB. So if you guys pop on there to be able to follow him there too, uh, you'll be able to also follow Rick there. So Rick, listen, I, I, I so appreciate you being here today. I thought the conversation was really important and I feel it's valuable to a lot of people. Uh, anybody that's listening to the podcast here today, that's going to be available on the audio section of it. It'll be also available on YouTube. So once it's once it's posted, Rick, you can share it with anybody you want to. But I so appreciate from the bottom of my heart, you taking an hour out of your out of your Sunday here to be able to stop in here with me to be able to have this conversation. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, man. I really do. It means a lot. Um, All right, man. Okay, guys. Well, listen, we're going to wrap up the show here. If you guys want to, I'll put down uh, some of the links here for Rick's stuff that he's doing in the body of the podcast and on uh, the YouTube page. And we'll be able to make sure you can follow him and get to where you have to go to. If you don't follow him, like I said, you should follow him and go figure out exactly some of those great things right there. That's right. Put the, put the fingers up like that and say, I appreciate everybody. And we'll talk soon. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.